Hi, this is Mackie Shulstone with another Maximum Wellness Podcast. My topic today is high-intensity interval exercise versus moderate-intensity continuous exercise, which is best. Cardiovascular exercise and other such classifications of fitness endeavors has extensive research to support the American College of Sports Medicine's broad definition as exercise medicine. Current established activity guidelines include recommending a minimum of 150 minutes of moderate-intensity exercise or 75 minutes of high-intensity weekly exercise to maintain or improve cardiorespiratory fitness and health, while reducing the risk to non-communicable diseases like type 2 diabetes, cancer, osteoporosis, stroke, and more. The nomenclature of cardiovascular exercise has specific variation variations such as endurance exercise in the form of moderate-intensity continuous exercise and high-intensity interval exercise, referenced as high-intensity interval training, that's called HIT, and sprint interval training, called SIT. HIT involves alternating intervals at greater than 80% of maximum endurance capacity, measured as VO2 max, or the equivalent of 85% of your maximum heart rate. That's 220 minus your age. Typically one to four minutes in duration with lower intensity of active or passive recovery. While the SIT, the sprint interval training, uses short full go intervals, typically less than 30 seconds, with short passive recovery. Writing in the March 2021 issue of Medicine and Science and Sports and Exercise, Effectiveness effectiveness of high-intensity interval exercise versus moderate-intensity continuous training in improving cardiovascular risk factors in health and disease, a meta-analysis, researchers from the Sports Medicine Department of Clinical Endocrinology and Applied Biomechanical Departments and the Psychosomatic Medicine and Psychotherapy Departments of the University Hospital of Turbigen in Germany use the meta-analysis, that means many similar studies, to investigate the clinical benefits distinguishing each exercise, that being high-intensity interval exercise versus moderate-intensity continuous training in health and disease. The data search began in January of 2018 and culminated in July of 2020. The seven key clinical endpoints of the literature analysis included physical fitness measured by VO2 max, endothelial endothelial function, that's measured by flow-mediated dilation, body composition, uh, body mass index, that's called BMI, body mass and body fat, blood pressure, that's both systolic and diastolic pressure, top and bottom number, blood lipids, that's the good HDL, the bad LDL, so to speak, to use those general classifications of cholesterol, triglycerides, and total cholesterol. Inflammation, that's the C-reactive protein known as CRP, and insulin and glucose metabolism, that being fasting glucose, fasting insulin, hemoglobin A1c, and insulin resistance. That's a specific range called the HOMA insulin resistant index, H-O-M-A. After a comprehensive analysis of the data, the researchers said, quote, overall, the high-intensity interval exercise showed to be more effective in improving cardiovascular health and cardiorespiratory fitness, 
whereas the moderate intensity continuous training was superior in proving long-term glucose metabolism, end quote. From an aging perspective, the data analysis determined that relative to endothelial function, which protects tissues from toxic substances, regulates blood clotting mechanisms, controls the transition of fluid and certain substances between the blood and tissues, and inflammatory control in tissues, it was determined that the high-intensity interval exercise had higher effects than did the moderate-intensity continuous exercise. The result of the interval-like, that's a quote, interval-like exercise training programs uh, inducing a higher shear stress, promoting an increased uh, nitrous oxide release. The Germans recommended that, and I'm going to quote, in the process of personalized training, counseling, health-enhancing effects of exercise training may be improved by considering the individual's risk profile, uh, end quote. And that risk is stratified, or the stratification needs to start with your personal physician. If you want more information on this topic, or you want to read the actual research, you can go to maxwellnutrition.com. That's M-A-X-W-E-L-L, nutrition.com. And you can find an amazing amount of um, clinical research and uh, my uh, columns and podcasts, but you're also going to find some very... um, uh, uh, well-researched nutritional products and wellness products all made here in the United States. So there's a lot at maxwellnutrition.com. In the next three weeks, I'll be reporting from you from Jupiter, Florida in my work with Serena Williams. And um, uh, it should be nice weather there, but I'll be down there for three weeks. So until next time, I'm Mackie Shillstone, with another Maximum Wellness Podcast, asking God to bless you, keep you safe, healthy, prosperous, and above all, um, strong, uh, as we seem to be hopefully coming out of this uh, COVID environment. And hopefully life starts to get back even more so than what it is now to normal. I'll talk to you next week. Be well.